Welcome to Commercial Real Estate Investing from A to Z, the ultimate guide for real estate investors. I'm your host, Steph Boldrini. We cover everything you need to know from finding and analyzing properties to financing and managing your investments. Tune in every week for experts' insights and tips so you can make your commercial real estate dreams come true. And in today's episode, we are going to be learning about IRAs. What is the difference between regular IRAs like Fidelity, Vanguard, and self-directed IRAs? How can W-2 employees benefit from it? How can business owners and real estate professionals benefit from it? We are chatting with Amanda Holbrook from Specialized Trust Company. Here we go. Amanda, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm very excited to share with our audience a little bit more about self-directed IRAs. But first, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? Yeah, so thank you again. And thank you everyone for tuning in. Well, our team here is a specialized trust company. That is our expert area. So for anyone that is looking to diversify, you know, that's where we help empower you through education, how to take control of those finances. And that's how Steph and I originally connected, right? Was that diversification conversation. So let's dive into what is the main difference or main differences between a regular IRA like Fidelity or Vanguard, which I just left because they're so evil, as we all know, and a self-directed IRA. When you're at some of those evil type big box companies, they will give you that old pat on the back stuff and say, oh, Steph, you can go and pick your stocks, bonds, and mutual funds yourself and give you that little punch at a girl. And I say this with love because I hear this weekly. Oh, Amanda, I logged into my account and it says self-directed right here on the screen. Picking your stocks, bonds, and mutual funds yourself is not true self-direction. So to do true self-direction means to invest in what you know. And it's the same types of vehicles that you come accustomed to. Roth IRAs, traditional IRAs, 401ks, health savings accounts, same ones you see over there, except when you shift over here, now you can invest in what you know. So instead of picking your little you know, toys out of that sandbox called stocks, bonds, mutual funds, we give you the whole playground. If you see opportunities to participate in a big commercial deal, be a private money lender, own a rental property inside your retirement account versus the stock market, that's what self-direction is. And do you know how long these have been around, Steph? A while. Yeah, since the 70s. And that's always the knee-jerk reaction I get. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like, how come no one in my professional roundtables ever told me about this? You know, and a lot of times, guess what it comes down to? And if you can't see me, I make greed money sign with my hands. It all comes down to money. A lot of those institutions, they don't get paid when you do an account and you invest in opportunities in your backyard, when you put money on Main Street versus Wall Street. That's the big diff, if you will. So besides real estate, can we invest in other assets besides oh. real estate and stocks? Absolutely. It's almost Pandora's box. Our good buddies at the IRS, how the code's written, they don't tell you, oh, here are all the beautiful things you can do to take advantage of our tax code. They tell you what you cannot do. So as long as you're not violating one of these cardinal rules, self-dealing, which is, you know, if you're buying something you already own, 
doing business with anyone up and down your family tree, parents, grandparents, spouse, children, off limits. If they branch off, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, cousins, nieces, nephews, they're okay. Your siblings can fund your deals. You can fund your siblings deals or stock of a subchapter S company, life insurance. So no artwork, no collectibles. So everything you can think of outside of that short list is doable. So tax liens, private lending, precious metals, oil and gas, timber. I have brothers down west of Fort Worth. They breed cattle in their retirement account because it's what they know. I don't know about you, Steph. Are you breeding cattle on the side? And I don't know about it. Not no. yet. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. See, I love how she leaves it open. Like that's something I'd explore. But yeah, you are not limited. Real estate, it's one of those three basic needs of every human on the planet. So that is the one that you do hear most common, but there's a million different ways you can participate in real estate. It's not just the, oh, I watched HGTV and I want to flip houses. It's not just that. It's like, oh, I don't like that. I want to be passive. I maybe want to be the bank. You can do that. That's where it gets fun. Each day is different. Every problem is a different one to solve. It makes it exciting. Is there a difference in the benefits from a W-2 employee's perspective to a business owner's perspective, all the way to a real estate professional perspective on how they can use a self-directed IRA and how they benefit from it? The overarching benefit for all three of those categories is you're able to generate tax-deferred and tax-free profits by embedding, investing in what you know those three categories will qualify for different types of accounts. Or let's say, I'll paint for you the avatar that we see. It's usually someone that's in W-2 world. They typically have a, and I'm going to use a slang term here, a side hustle LLC. That is like our typical, say, one category of the avatar of someone that is using self-direction. The other is someone that is a full-time entrepreneur, whether they're in real estate or not. Real estate professional, that's more of a tax status. That's my real estate professionals love self-direction for that reason. But when it comes down to W-2 world versus full-time entrepreneur or even having a side hustle company, it's the line in the sand between the two like categories of accounts you can do. There's personal and there's business. If you have a heartbeat, some earned income and a social security number, you can do an IRA. One cannot just wake up and say, oh, it's a bright, shiny morning. I want a 401k today. You have to have a business that's earning income. Is that simplify it? Kind of the line in the sand? Because that is a question we hear daily is the difference between the two. For the kids, what would be the benefit if they're not working to have a self-directed IRA? For kids as entrepreneurs, this is where, because you have to have the earned income to do a Roth IRA. Okay, mm -hmm. and that's the one I'm talking about, guys. And if if you're not familiar of why I'm stressing Roth, is you pay the tax on the seed and not the crop. Okay, so Uncle Sam gets his piece of the pie when it's little, not when it's big. So it grows, and you can say this after I say it, and you'll be smiling too, tax free. That's the power of the Roth. So if we can set our children up in a vehicle that grows tax free forever, why would we not do that? You know, so that's why Roths are very popular for kids. Do you ever play with a compounding interest calculator? Or yes. am I like the only nerd? Okay. I'm glad we're in good company today. <laughs> uh, well, when you have compounding interest over time, 
in a tax-free vehicle, if you start this for a younger child, that account could, I mean, sadly do poorly over that amount of time. And they'll still be millionaires, you guys, by the time they're 59 and a half. Yeah. So that's where like us as a firm, we take a very strong stance on, we want to see Roth IRAs for children. How do you think that most of these entrepreneurs are paying their kids that are not 18 yet? I know that there is a way to pay them as an employee of your company up to a certain limit. Correct. And this is where like for our real estate professionals and those that have the side hustle entities, they're compensating their children, you know, via 1099 most of the time so that they have that earned income that equals or exceeds the 6,500 you can put in a Roth. It does cap out just under 13K for a minor. Does that help the business owner out on their taxes? It's like win, 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 win. I think when people think retirement accounts, they get focused on just themselves and don't look at the big picture, right? How can we get all of this working together so that it's working smarter, not harder? So let's clarify for the children. Parents have the company and they are the ones paying the kids. There is a limit of 13000 per year or forever? The max the IRS will allow you to pay a minor. Per year, correct? Correct. So they can put the entire 13K in the Roth IRA? 6500 is where we're limited. So okay. the same limit, that's for us. It's the same limit for our kids. When you turn over 50, they'll give you a $1,000 raise. <laughs> it goes up to 7500 I know. Woo. So I'm trying to do the math in my head, 6500 a year, and there are fees associated with it, right? So you need to make sure that you are paying less in fees than what you're receiving from the IRA yearly. Yeah. And I'll touch on that because I think that's one of those things that you think like, oh, well, what do self-directed accounts cost? And I'll touch on it for kids as well as for adults. So for kids, we believe in this so much. Our Roth IRAs renew at 50 bucks a year. So if you can't make more than 50 bucks a year, there's another conversation that needs to be had. Okay. So we make that when I say our firm is very, you know, we're very passionate about tax-free for kids. We are. We put our money where our mouth is. But even for adults, I work with fee-based advisors all the time that, you know, they recommend non-traditional assets for their clients and they have to use this platform to be able to do it tax sheltered. Like the IRS mandates that. As far as like the fees for an IRA, not to get in the nitty gritty, but you're always looking at like around the one and a half percent mark when you're like right around or under that 100K as it increases, like a $300,000 account is only, is less than a half a percent. And why I mentioned the fee-based advisors is because they put their fee on top of our fee and the investment still pays for it. And they get the rock star, you know, service, the red carpet treatment, and it's not time off of that advisor's plate. But the cool thing about self-direct, it's the deal creation, right? So you're the bank. When someone strolls into a bank, they want to borrow money. Who holds the cards? Who's calling the shots? The borrower or the bank? What does a bank charge everybody? Let's say a point. Yeah, a point. Sometimes there's origination fees or a lending fee, a processing fee. What is stopping you from doing that per deal? 
Nothing at all. You know, so for example, like with how do you get kids accounts to grow when you're lending someone say a hundred thousand and your child may only have 5,000 in their account. Well, there, there's nothing stopping you from partnering those accounts together and then charging a, a lending fee or a couple points to be able to cover the cost of the account A, but two, in partnering it together, we'll say with Mama's 401k, you know, even though it's 5, 5%, 95%, and you're earning, let's say, 12% return, 15% return, so is your little one. Mm-hmm. And they're earning it tax-free. So that's the creative forethought that we, we, that's why I said it's fun. Like every problem, it's a different puzzle. Oh, those are great tips. Well, is there anything that is super important for our audience to know that we haven't covered yet? Yeah, I mean, I think the takeaway message is don't be passive about your retirement. Look at your returns, know what you're getting. And if there is a way that you can make more in something that is non-traditional or you could take control of, that's where it's time to have that conversation. Because if your professionals aren't bringing that up to you, it's up to you, like the self-directed part of it, to find out that there is a better way. Don't be that one, that client that is, you know, learns about this at 59 and a half because they're trying to retire and they can't because the market's too volatile and their money is not there. It wasn't as projected because their message is weather the storm. It'll come back around and it's not okay. <laughs> That's not okay. Hop on a call. I know Steph is, she has great information and great ways to be able to get money working for you where I can show you how to unlock it for opportunities like that. And so I think in the show notes, we'll have some info. If you see me, I look like a talking business card with a QR code. I'm always happy to have that conversation. Wonderful, Amanda. How can our listeners get in touch with you? Absolutely. So I have all of my contact information on here, but if you just go to specializedtrustcompany.com, you can reach me that way, 505-514-514. 0587. Uh, you can text me on that line. That's my direct dial. And I'm A Holbrook, H O L B R O O K, at IRASTC.com. And as always, all of these links will be under show notes. Amanda, thank you so much for stopping by and enlightening us on some self directed IRA. I appreciate it. Thanks, Steph. And if you haven't signed up for the Advanced Real Estate Investing Summit yet, happening in October 19th in the evening with the VIPs and October 20th all day, I really recommend you signing up. As you guys all know, I always want to make sure that you get the most amount of value out of our podcast. And this is not going to be any different We are really going to focus on advanced real estate investing strategies and we managed somehow to get incredible speakers like Ken McElroy, Mark Moss, Neil Bawa, David Green just said yes last week. And most importantly, I really look forward to meeting all of you in person in LA. Sign up at aresummit.com. And you can still use this week the 20% off code. Not only is the early bird going away this week, but also our 20% discount is going away. So use the code SUMMIT20 
for a 20% discount and I will see you next time.